1935, the Lions win the NFL championship. The Detroit Tigers take the World Series. The Red Wings bring home Lord Stanley's Cup. Joe Lewis begins his rise to world domination. This transforms the Motor City into Detroit, City of Champions. Ah, there it is, the crack of the bat. Detroit, City of Champions, the podcast. I'm Jimmy Flanagan. Charles Avison. We've been, Charles, we've been doing uh, some fun stuff over the last handful of episodes that people have been listening into. Uh, we, we took a trip down to, to Portsmouth, Ohio. And uh, it was just uh, that was like had, my, that's like like I'm that, that, we, one of your we, top ten moments of your life. Yeah, I and you got to, I got to time. share it with you. Yes, I had it was a fantastic show. It's still my favorite show that we've done. Tighten up on that. It's Get still in. my favorite show that we've done. Yeah. and um and we met I met some great friends, great yes. people down there. Um, learned an absolute ton. Oh my and God. it's like I feel like it's like a. a I, it's like it's it's almost like a home away from home, like uh, like cousins or something. Are they? You know I mean, mean, yeah, they did. Like they, we've maintained contact with a lot of these guys. Um, you know, you know, Will Malt, uh, Jim Kennedy. Yeah. You know, we like these are like we uh, you know, and we we got another invite to you know to go back down there. And, and then we uh, we 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 hooked up with uh, Neil Rule. Yep. Oh yeah. We Here had, in Detroit. Yes, we were talking about um, some exactly. continuing the fight that began in nineteen was it nineteen thirty two. Yeah, well, that's the, the that Iron was the Man, Iron Man game, 1932, yeah. and again in nineteen or not nineteen. Holy crap! I'm Prince. Nineteen ninety nine, two thousand and twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. Lions do it again. Oh yeah, they the, keep the, the Packers yeah. out. Of, oh, I know that was amazing. Was, out yeah. of the uh, you know, so the Lions didn't yeah. win. You yeah. know. You know they didn't win. But, they didn't go to the playoffs, but they still knocked out the but, Packers. Yeah, and and it was it was it was a really really nice capstone to a, a, a troubled season, uh, and it, it be, uh, turning into a successful, An incredible season. Uh, the second turning, half of the season was amazing. Right, right. So it was a troubled season, uh, and it, it, and then it, beginning it, 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 it and it, yes. it, it, it there was growth and an improvement and and well, if you're uh, talking about the Lions this year, this is right, my right. quick summary of it. Is that I went into the season with the incredible, incredible, s- incredible excitement. The incredible excitement. I didn't think it was the same old Lions. I saw that, like I said in the last show, the last game of the previous year, of yeah. last year. You were excited. I was excited because it was the, one of the best games I've ever seen the Lions play. They beat the Packers in that final game. I told that to Neil Rule. Right. And, and it was one of the best games, I've like my favorite games I've ever seen the Lions play. There was nothing. The only They they had everything to lose. They, they By winning the game, they, they lost the first overall pick. Right. And they won anyways, despite that. And they still got the guy that they wanted oh, to get the I first one. That's amazing. Yeah. I love, I love him. Yeah. I love it. And so, Aiden. and then so this year, going into the season, they were on hard knocks. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, you know, you're, you're, the excitement is just like pelt. I mean, it's, you're just, it's thick in the air. You're like, the Lions are on hard knocks. You got to meet all the coaches. You got to see Rodrigo for the Lions. You know, there's all these like new characters, new faces. And then they go into the season and they just get start getting pounded and slaughtered. There's like all this negativity around them, and they're like, "Is Dan Campbell ready to get fired?" And then there's like, you know, former Lions chiming in on Twitter, going, "Well, you, what do you guys expect? You got a WWE wrestler for a head coach, you know? People are mocking him, and it was like he's like he's got a, a, the heart of I just I, love I know it. I've, I've no but yeah, I, but early in the season they no, were like, no. "He's done. He's this guy's a you know, it's over." You know, but all never, season long I'm like, "Oh man, yeah. I wish they were winning." Because I love this guy. Yeah, I know. Because he, because I, I know I did. I, 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 I yeah. You know, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a sports guy at all. But I'm like, oh, this dude is is genuine. I just, yeah. I, I hope he can stick around. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, yeah, football, well, football, one, sport. It's so fickle. It's so fickle. 
But at one point in the season, we're just hoping he's going to make it through the season because it was just so bad. The team was so it was playing it was. so. And so part- they went through two. This is a stat that I don't really hear getting kicked around enough. They went through almost two full games without stopping the other team once. All oh, right, right. There was only, yeah. the, the one to stop that they got was only because the other team missed a field goal it was a attempt. Nightmare. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Nightmare. Against the, against the Seahawks, if they would have got one stop, they would have won the game. They lost like forty-seven to forty-nine or something. Night- it was the most horrendous thing I've ever seen. Nightmare football, but. Yeah. Um, but they rebounded massively, and they got incredibly right. fun. But the thing is, I the thing but, is, but the, the the last game was such an encapsulation oh, yeah. about the the Detroit City of Champions. Yes, and yeah. it was such a callback to like to, the Iron Man game. So the Iron Man yes, game, yes. keeping them out yeah. of you know but this, the this dream team and these <clears throat> these these golden boys and yeah. the prima donnas exactly, and and the media loved them, and and everybody loved the Packers in thirty two. Sure, they did. Everybody loved them in twenty two. And 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 you know well guess, by all accounts that guess that, what suck it boys yeah, you're not making it yeah and by all accounts that Iron Man game in Portsmouth mm-hmm. you know besides the fact that it's just one of the most legendary games but it's like that game was like like just the most well attended fans were obsessed with going to this game like that was like the yep. the high water mark of the Spartans. So that I appreciate uh, Will, you know uh, Neil coming in to talk to us on that absolutely that was great uh, Will. And and Joe and who are the other? Who's the reporter cat down there? Um, the guy from the uh, public radio who did a feature with oh you. Randy Yowie, Randy, yeah, absolutely. Um, and everybody down there that were just open their arms to us, uh, and and welcomed us in over the last couple of episodes. So if you if you're just catching this, yeah, one, but we're yeah, and we're still doing a third episode on this because we and, we had to, well, you know, yeah, like, yeah, you said because uh, we've yeah, been, g- we've been corresponding hard with these guys. Absolutely, they've got. Um, <clears throat> I've met just, Jim, yeah, I met Jim Kennedy on the final day we were there. And um, you know, down at the stadium lunch, which is like the place, man. So, what we do we want to talk about lunch. today? What what are we what are we talking well, about? The stuff so, that so, Jim I met, sent us. so yeah, so I met Jim Kennedy at the stadium lunch, and he is like the collector of Portsmouth Spartan memorabilia. Right. I mean, this guy he had at the stadium lunch, <clears throat> which is a restaurant in Portsmouth, mm-hmm. rated called the stadium lunch, is right near the stadiums down there. And talking about <clears> lunch <throat> before I, I I was shoveling chips in my mouth while you yeah. were talking. You're good, and and we want to because uh, because we also I do another show called the Man Cave Happy Hour, uh, and I want to give a little shout out to uh, the Man Cave Happy Hour <clears> and <throat> our guests today that were Triaxial Mead, uh, TriaxialMeads dot com, and we were drinking meads, and I I needed a little chips or something to calm yeah, things. Yeah, I had a little meads too when before they I left. I walked in that you guys were still wrapping up. And I know. Then you guys they were like here try some of this. Meads. So if, if, like, if people right, people joining yeah. us on the video thing is like why is he shoveling food in his mouth like a madman? Uh, it's because uh, we just wrapped up. Yeah, uh, Man Cave Happy Hour. You bought drinking fifty flavors of honey wine. So, I know we so, did. Yeah, and, you're, uh, you're forgiven. Bro. So I, I looked like I, all of a sudden I saw myself on the video and I was like, oh, yeah. that's uh, that's that's not a good look there, James. You're all right, man. You're over. <laughs> <clears throat> but but all anyways, right. So with Jim Kennedy, so, yeah. Is, uh, so I met him. Jim Kennedy is you know he's another one of these guys on there. They're they're all great. They're all great people. They're super nice. And I and, met him. His you know we and on the day you know it was you know it was the anniversary of the Iron Man game. We were you know uh, commemorating a new sign. So at the stadium lunch, which we actually talked about in the last episode, yeah. you know, we I, I had a picture taken with Christy there, you know, that she's the bartender there. <clears throat> yeah. Had it, met Reese, the owner. Oh, I didn't download any of that stuff. We, you know, we it was, uh, <clears throat> and uh, we had, they're all good people. We had dinner with, you know, his wife was at dinner the previous night. Reese's wife. Yeah, we, we love the stadium lunch, and they and it was uh, <clears throat> it was a great, uh, and it was at, and that's where they had all the the. Uh, 
uh, memor- this where Jim had all of his memorabilia set up. We had he had game programs, oh, he had original tickets. Yeah, they had schematics. Um, uh, Doctor, you know, Doctor Fight had had the had his sch- had these really cool schematics. I was like, how, how do I get one of these posters? Yeah, um, you know, oh, they get the posters. Yeah, so we got you know, there's all kinds of great stuff there. And then you know, after the show, you know, after that, um, you know, just talking with Jim after the show, talking in and you know, he, you know, we we call it the Jim Kennedy Collection. I mean, this yeah. is an actual proper. Um, collection of some of the greatest uh, Spartan memorabilia there is, and <clears throat> he's been you know the stuff that he, I've, I've he sent me stuff I've sent it to you, and I've been showing you this stuff and I'm like this stuff yeah. is incredible and it's like it's kind of neat I yeah. figure we do one more episode oh, at and least talk yeah about yeah this. yeah and so and so, so because this is the kind of stuff that like once you it gets brought to you that's why we name the episode Revelations because there's some there's some stuff it's not just like. Stuff that's gonna um, oh this is like a cool like game program which is you know game yeah. programs are cool, but this is information that is of consequence that mm-hmm. adds to the story that we've talked about the Spartans before. Right. We and but this is a, this is something that adds to the story that um you know sort of you know that uh, reveals things that we've never talked about on the show and really has never been revealed. Right. <clears throat> it, it, these are like lost. Lost these time. are take lost. A, take a sip of water. You're dying. Are, it sounds like you're dying. No, I'm there. good, man. You, you sure? Don't worry about me, bro. Take I'm a fine. sip, sip. Take a sip, sip. You're that, killing me. There's nothing in there. You're scaring me. I'll, oh, I'll take you, a drink want, you want me to go get you a water? No, no, no I'm fine. You're right. You want to share my water? You okay? You, you, eat some, little... you eat your worry about your chips. I'll worry right. about my. I'm done I'm with fine. my chips. I'm fine. I just, I'm checking on you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So, anyways, so um, yeah, so so we got some new information here, and it's like. Yeah. Well, you know, cool stuff. we yeah, we got some great stuff to kind of bring out and to, to to you know flesh out a little bit more of the Spartans and also a little bit of the of the connection between the Spartans and Lions and that's we've got you know I've got three things that I want to to go over today for this All right. show. What you got? What you got? What you got? So the very first thing is is that so so after the so 1932 was this like pivotal year. Of course, this is the year that um so the, you know that was the year of the Iron Man game. And of course, for you know, if this is your first show, listen in. The, the 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 concept of the Iron Man game was, is that the 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 Lions, not you know, beat the Packers. In, or I'm sorry, the the Spartans beat knocked out the Packers in this game. They played all 11 yeah, yeah. men on the field for the same game, and it set up the situation where the following week the the uh, the Bears beat the Packers as well, and it and both teams tied to set up the first NFL championship game. Yeah. All right. And so the and so this is now we're talking about December now. This is December, and so what ends up happening is they're like, well, the teams are both tied. In the NFL for a while, we're like, well, how do we? We'd like to have our own version of the Super Bowl. Well, now the opportunity is at hand because the 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 Bears and the Spartans are now tied. And so they're like, well, let's do a championship game. Well, the problem is that it's an, it's a crazy blizzard rolling through the entire country, so they can't play outside. So they end up playing inside the Chicago Stadium, which was the the Blackhawks mm. arena. And of course, it's better to play there because they get more fans in Chicago. Sure. And so they set up this game. Well, the problem was so that the, the the Spartans would end up losing nine to nothing. They gave the very in the fourth quarter they gave up a touchdown and nah. and also a safety to lose nine nothing. But the, the one of the things that that um, the sort of what ifs of that story mm-hmm. was the fact that Dutch Clark was didn't play in the game. Dutch Clark was the best player on the Spartans. Yeah, yeah. He's a, one of the best players in the NFL. Well, what the hell was Dutch doing? Well, so so in my book, there, the that that was <laughs> a question that was never really resolved. Like yeah. it, the question was. You know that it was just like, well, Dutch Clark wasn't available. That was that. Really, I just had to go with that sort of blanket concept because, and if you ever look up the story, it's like, oh, sorry, 
if you ever look, actually look in the story, it's like they, they just kind of brush over that part. They're like, well, Dutch Clark was not available. He was, he had, he'd taken a teaching position right, at right. the Colorado, yeah, Colorado School of Mines. Okay. And because this game was like overtime for the season, it was not planned, they, his contract had begun at the Colorado School of Mines and he was not available. He was, you know, he wasn't able to go um, to, to get, you know, to break free from the, from the, from, you know, teaching at this school. Yeah. And so, so one of the things that uh, you know that Jim sent me was if, I don't know if you have it up on screen. If we can put uh, up on screen, I'm working on them, working on them. So it's just sort of a vague question that's never like really properly been, um, you know, specifically answered. It's just uh-huh. like, oh, he wasn't available. So it's assumed, it's it's just assumed that it's because well, he just couldn't make it. You know, it's like he's you know, it's this Colorado. You know, he's got a contract, and that maybe. But the biggest thing is, is that was it Dutch's decision that he couldn't make it, uh-huh. or was it somebody else's? You know, you see what I'm saying. There's a little bit of a gray area in this. Yeah. And if anybody is inclined to be like, well, that's just a minor, unimportant detail. Well, we're talking about the first NFL championship game, and why the and why arguably the best player in the NFL was not available for the first NFL championship game. Yeah. So anytime we have a new sc- piece of information it's relevant to bring it up and to say this is the reason you know we found that this is you know this is what one of the things jim sent me so if you uh so did you bring it up working on it working on it let's go man let's go tech guy all right so so uh so it's a western union telegram all right i don't i don't know which one it is it's one that has a number one at the bottom i yeah all right just keep talking well, it's, well, I want to have it up on screen so the viewer can see it. Because I'm going to read, it? I'm gonna it, read it. There it is. Cool. All right. Awesome. So, so what we have here is, um, so there's a telegram, and, it, and in case you're just listening, you can't see it on screen. It's a sure. Western Union telegram, and and it's dated December 14th, 1932. And why this date is relevant, I have it up on the screen with a couple of, with another clipping at the top. The 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 the, uh, the Chicago, it's a Chicago Tribune, I think it is, um, article. Um, Chicago Daily Tribune, yeah. And so the date, so the date of this, so the on the, so on December twelfth, nineteen thirty two, um, this is the, it's the day after the the Bears had beaten the Packers nine to nothing. So they so the so it tied them with the Spartans for this championship game. All right. So this the the headline of the article on December twelfth, nineteen thirty two is Bears beat Packers to play for title. This is the first. This is this headline is the first. Announcement of an NFL championship game. That headline will okay. play for title, and so. Um, but what's so? What's important is December twelfth, because if because what the this is the piece now that Jim sent me, which is this Western Union Telegram, which is dated two days later, December fourteenth. Okay, and so the, so Jim has his stuff in the Portsmouth archives. Yes, he's got his own. I mean, he's got his is, own. Is this on display someplace? The people, uh, or is I think this he's like got some stuff on display a few in a different filing places. cabinet in his office? I think he's worked like... with some other authors to get you know to show some of the images. He's mm-hmm, used mm-hmm. his collection for different. Um, so this is really very very exclusive. This is exclusive. This is yeah. This is right. this hasn't been as far as I know. This has not been seen. Not anywhere many else. eyes have seen this. No, I don't think anybody else except for you know private collections and maybe a you know maybe an author. I can't vouch. There's another okay. book. There's a book on Dutch Clark by Chris Willis. So he may very, very few eyes have, have had their ability yeah, to. All yeah. right. Okay. But, in, but we're putting we're actually putting it in the context of what it, of the, of its okay. relevancy, all which right. is that may be the first time there is. So this telegram, in case you're just listening or you can't see it on the screen, is for, the telegram is to um, to Homer Selby, who is the president of Portsmouth, the Portsmouth Spartans, uh-huh. the president of the team. And the email, so this this Western Union telegram is from Charles C. Miro, who I looked him up, and he was the actual president of 
they he say he's president of the Colorado College, but okay. he's also but according to this telegram, he's you know he's the one he's the authority on this subject. He's he's writing to um to Homer Selby, and the telegram says, um, uh, Homer C. Selby, president for Portsmouth National Football League, uh, re- regret impossibility of permitting Mr. Clark to leave his important duties uh, as basketball coach. Uh, so he's so he so it's from this is so the basketball. So it's not it's not Dutch that's saying I can't. Who's even watching basketball? Well, he took this job as the head as the. I'm, I'm yeah, making fun. Yeah, I get you. But he's but so this so it was you know so here's the re, so this is the the telegram is from the president of the university saying mm-hmm. I regret the impossibility like this not I sorry you know we can't you know there's no way to work this in it's impossible for permitting I'm you know we're not letting we're not we're not letting him leave he's got important duties so it kind of shows that miss that that Charles Miro thought very little of the NFL championship game was like, it's more important that he spends these couple of days as our basketball coach than it is for him to go into where, wherever and play for coaching some, the uh, intramural exactly. fraternity basketball yeah. league rather than go to the first NFL championship game. So this is this. So this right here is, um, so this right here is actual confirmation that this is so it wasn't Dutch that uh, that made the decision not to go. Like right. I'm like, oh, I can't show up because I just took this job. Right, right. This is the president of the university saying he he's not leaving. So anyway, so that so that's a piece of information that you know to clarify this. And the, and so the other thing to see to, the reason I included this clipping too is that so they made the announcement on December 12th that there's going to be this title game. And so they immediately wire him and say, "Hey, we need Dutch Clark to come back," you know. And so they're like, two days later, he sends the Western Union telegram. He's like, "Regret impossibility." <laughs> like, yeah, I bet you regret it. Thanks a lot, you know. So they had to go. So it was. So they found out because the game was played on the 18th. It was played oh, four days later. Here's and they the thing. said, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah. So it was the so the actual NFL championship game was played four days after this Western Union telegram. And they're like, they. It was at that point. They're like, we're going up to play for the first, you know, for our championship, and we don't have Dutch. Well, my devil advocate that it's uh, he probably got the gig, and the the president's like, all right, you, you're a big football guy, and it's, I get it. Football is a big thing. He goes, I want you here. I want you teaching, and I want you doing the basketball things. I don't need you running going to football garbage. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, it's over. It's it's all oh, because you know, they didn't they exactly didn't, yeah they didn't know there'd be a championship. He's like, exactly. no, no, we're done, we're done. I'm here. I want to teach. Exactly. I need this. I need this salary because those guys didn't make a ton of money. No, the te- te- they all said mm. back in the back- they scraped. We talked about how they how these players would scrape through. Sure, and they all and part of their salary was also is was tied to them actually getting these teaching jobs at the high schools or wherever they were playing at. Right, right. You know, that's, so. The the president's probably I'm gonna give you this gig. He goes, but well, no running back to to, mm-hmm. to to Ohio for shenanigans. Yes, and then all of a sudden the shenanigan comes up and he's like, Why already told you? You're and he's not like, going back. I'm gonna I'll, he goes, I'll send him a wire, you're not going. Yeah. He goes, yeah. You want this job? And he's like, Oh crap, yeah, I need this job. Yeah. I would wager I would devil advocate, I would wager that's how yeah. time. And so they're in yeah, so they're no proof whatsoever. Yeah. That's just me talking out my backside. Well, but the thing is is that it was actually Charles that's some Miro. Some of the best stuff though. So it was, it was Charles Miro actually <laughs> saying it's impossible for permitting him to leave, you know. So, so he, so, but he's the president of the university, and he's he's the one saying it ain't happening. You know what I mean? So, so it's right. so it's not Dutch saying I can't go. It's because that's what, kind of the way I used to think about it. Was like Dutch had just gotten out there, and he was like, yeah, I'm just kind of I'm kind of good, you know. And he's like, yep. but there, no, it was 
So this, so it's so Chris know, fills Chris, in a gap. Chris is like huge on our show. Yeah, and he like he he was like he read it in a book uh, that the Telegram went out. Um, and then that, yeah, but, uh, they did mention Oh, he did that see he, this telegram before? Yeah. No, no, but it's mentioned. Oh, okay. He hasn't seen the actual oh, telegram. Okay. So there so, you go. So good. Thanks so for that Chris, information, Chris. Appreciate it. There you it. go. Yeah, now I you not, can yeah. see it. Zoom in on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is the actual telegram that, right. you know, re, you know, saying, yeah. So, so anyway, so I thought that was really cool and I thought it was, uh, you know, definitely worth sharing on the show, putting it out there. So that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. Um, and then this, so sort of moving on to the next thing that, you know, for, sent to us from Jim and this, yeah. uh, so this next thing, and thank you, Jim. For yeah. Sharing. Thanks Jim for all this stuff, man. We were, this, this stuff's fantastic. Yeah. And so, um, so the next thing is this is a, this was an absolute tree. He sent this and I feel like I got the inside scoop, man. You did. I've already sent this to you. You've yep. seen this before. <laughs> um, I have a little note on the top here for like, just to kind of remind like a note for mm-hmm, like why, mm-hmm. why I'm bringing this out. And the my little brief shorthand on here, it says why it why it matters to study the the Spartans. Mm. Okay, because yeah, yeah, this is a Detroit uh, podcast. What are we talking about? Yeah, Ohio the, the, horse But the thing form. about it is, this is the thing, <laughs> and like the especially prior to last show when I was like, you know, read, reading these, you know, read kind of boning up in my portion of Spartans before we went down there. Um, like the thing about the the thing about the history of the Detroit Lions is mm-hmm. is that whenever the story is told. You can't. You can't. Everybody knows you can't mention this, the 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 history of the Lions without mentioning where they came from. You should. I've seen the mention. You can. No. In fact, in a recent they, game, in the recent game, I've seen them mention that you know the Lions came from Portsmouth. Oh, Ohio. did they really? It was one of the. It was maybe the second to last game, or oh it might God. have even been the last game. They might oh, even wow. mention it there too. All right. I think in the last game against the Packers, they mentioned it, but the guy got cut off because a play started happening, yeah. and the guy got cut off before he could start to really go. The last game is the time they should have talked about it. All right. I think that they mentioned it briefly, they tried, yeah. and the guy was about to go into it, and then they're like some ah, crazy play happened. It was like a screw kick. it. It was like a good like kick. Somebody return. twisted his toenail. We got to talk. Yeah, about and that. so he got distracted, and they they moved on. But the thing about it is, is that usually when the Lions, the history of the Lions is talked about, mm-hmm. it's talked about from the, it's, they're like, yes, the Lions came from Portsmouth. Now let's move on. We just checked that box. Yeah, now yeah. let's move on, yep. right? No, there's more to it than that. Exactly. The thing about it is, is that the, there's a rich history. It's the it's, first but NFL it's not, it's, game played. I know, but it's not just, it's, it's not simply just a fact that's like a, an interesting story. It is an interesting story to dive into, but, the, but it's, but it's not just, um, it's not just like, oh, well, you know, hey, you you know, you got to know the history of it in order for what it is. It's like you can't understand who this first championship team was without understanding their their sort of some their history prior to coming to Detroit the, right. for the Lions championship in 1935 was a culmination of years of this very specific group of players that had been building, and it really it ex- extends back even prior to these players with Portsmouth just trying to get an NFL team and overcoming the Ironton Tanks and this whole saga with that. And so that's really the history of it. But but at the very basic, to, to, to understand how the Detroit Lions won their first NFL championship, from the perspective of Detroiters, they won it in their second year. Yeah. The Lions won it in their second year. But for the players, this wasn't the second year that they won, that they they won their NFL championship. Yeah. This was a culmination of five, six years oh, of yeah. dil- of effort where they were climbing to the top of the mountain, they got knocked down. They got mm-hmm. climbing to the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. they got knocked down. Then they go, you know, going into into nineteen thirty three, they lost that they didn't have Dutch Clark. He actually took that full time. He didn't come back from that teaching job that yeah. he missed because of the championship game. And so they didn't even have him for nineteen thirty three. 
And so they're and so you know like they had to face that this same group of guys was looking at like we know we're talented, we know we've gotten to the top of the mountain, we don't have our best player, and we can't even barely get paid by the by the team, right? And we're in trouble. So our entire group is about to fall apart. And then that that sort of second chance comes with the Lions to continue. It was a continuation of what they'd already been building in Portsmouth, mm-hmm. and that's and it was an opportunity to get back on the field and continue to but this time with a, with some more resources to wage this continue this war that they'd already been waging against the rest of the NFL powers including the Packers including the Bears so for the Detroit fans this was new these right. guys were new this was a oh my god we won our championship and only the second year the Lions were in the city yes but the but the but the story of this team is goes back years before that and so not to understand who the Spartans were or the Spartan story mm-hmm. is to not understand how and why that first Lions team won their championship. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. So that's so critical. Like, so critical. And this and that's and that concept is outlined incredibly well in this in this document that um that Jim sent. All right, was it what is it? Got so so what so what we're talking about here is um I wish I had a screenshot to put up on the screen, but wow. I'll read the title. So um the title of the article is the champion Detroit Lions of 1935 and the Portsmouth Spartans of 31 to 33. And so, so, so the author of this little article here, this was never published. This is an oh. unpublished little article, okay? And this is written by Gover Ox Emerson. Oh. The Lions All-Pro Guard. And he wrote this in 19, October 1985. Did we allude so, to this? Um, no, this not since the last show. It's been a few weeks since we've done our last okay. show. But we and this and I've acquired it since you know Jim sent me this since then. We but talked this is about written, Ox. Doing oh, we've some talked stuff. about Ox's. Yeah, Ox Emerson is a, is one of the main components yes. of this okay. story. He's all a right. huge guy. Keep going. Ox Emerson's their all pro guard. Him and I mean him and Tarzan Christensen were two like their two best. Like I mean you could argue that the, the um you know these other you know Claire Randolph was a stud too. The, but but Ox Emerson is he's I think he's one of the 1930s. Um, all decade team. He's right, a, right. he's an incredible. He was an incredible player for this team. So he wrote this article. Never he wrote got this. Published. It was never got. But this was this was a, an article sent to. What does Ox say? It, like he. So he tells the story of the transition of the Spartans to the Lions. Okay. And he wrote this on the, the occasion of him writing this. I think he was just writing this for posterity. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know it, where it really who he's. So writing. this is a reflective thing after the yes, fact. Years yes. After. Okay. Yes. And this and he wrote this. And what's interesting is is our our our, our great friend Tom Urich, mm-hmm, who was mm-hmm. at the 1985 Golden Huddle 50th anniversary. Right. Right. He, Ox Emerson wrote this on for that occasion. Mm-hmm. He wrote this for. Did the, he present it there? He may have. He may okay. have. But Jim has a got a copy of this. So, All right. What is it? So anyway, so I'll re, so I'm going to read it. It's what a couple pages. Right, the so whole bare, thing. So yeah, it's only two. It's two and a right, quarter get it, pages. Get it, get it. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, again, the title is "The Champion Detroit Lions of 1935 and the Portsmouth Spartans of 31 to 33." The role of Ox Emerson will be played by Charles Davison. Yes, Ox. Yes, the, yes. The voice of Ox Emerson will be played by me. Okay. So on the weekend of October 25th, 27th, 1985, the 50th anniversary of the first NFL championship of the Detroit Lions will be celebrated. Many of those 1935 players are still with us. Ernie Cadell, Frank Christensen, Ox Emerson, Tony Casca, Ed Klewicki, Bill McCallop, Butch Morse, Doug Knott, Glenn Presnell, Red Stacy, and Elmer Ward. Others, others who were close to the team were Aide Kushner, trainer, Lou Cromwell, office manager, and Edgar Hayes, Detroit Times. Aide Kushner is in charge of plans for the reunion. And just in a quick aside, Aide Kushner is the guy who Tom promised that he was going to, you know, he was going to talk, bring Make back sure the 1935 season. Yes. 
And so, yeah, exactly. Aid Kushner was a huge role for Tom. He was the one that invited Tom to the event. To Make sure Bob, these names are To record it, yeah, yeah. So Aid Kushner is in charge of plans for the reunion, and many festivities are planned. A few of the 1935 group will be unable to attend, but most of those named above will be in Detroit. They will be honored at the halftime of the Detroit Lions game with the Miami Dolphins. In 1934, the franchise coach and players of the Portsmouth Spartans were transferred to Detroit and became the first Detroit Lions team. The move came after three years of financial struggling during the worst years of the Great Depression to keep the team in Portsmouth, Ohio. The Selby family were the leaders in this effort. The new Lions of 1934 won their first 10 consecutive games, the first seven of those by shutouts, and they missed the league championship closely. Then, in the season of 1935, the Lions won the National League Professional Championship by defeating the New York Giants, champions of the East Division. What enabled the Lions to win the World Professional title in just two short years? To get to the answer, one must go back and study the Portsmouth Spartans of 1931, 32, and 33. Must. Forerunners of the Lions. It's Exactly. You must go back. Okay. Basically, it was a result of mutual loyalty, a togetherness on the part of the team members and the Portsmouth townspeople. The people of Portsmouth accepted the team members as their own. This remarkable friendship grew stronger as the months and years passed. The feeling of friendship and loyalty to one another was forged in a number of ways. Townspeople invited the players into their homes for social visits, dinners, etc. When they met on the streets, the townspeople greeted the players like friends. The people visited the Spartan practice sessions. Most of the unmarried players stayed in the homes of the Portsmouth people. On game days, those who could afford to, in those depression times, attended the games. Some of the Spartans married Portsmouth girls. Uh, Ernie Cadell, the galloping gazelle from Stanford University, married the lovely Nell Gableman. Ernie was an All-American halfback in college and and was later selected as an All-Pro halfback. He was considered to be the fastest player in the league. Hmm. Glenn Presnell, or my favorite player from that team, yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Presnell. Glenn's awesome. Yes, was the blonde blizzard from the University of Nebraska, uh, where he was an All-American halfback. He married Elizabeth Gerling for, for near, from nearby Ironton, Ohio. Elizabeth taught him how to dance, which was quite a job. The backfield won the girls, but the slow, lumbering lineman won smiles from the Portsmouth mothers when they bragged on the good ladies cooking. So the team members had a strong feeling of friendship for the townspeople. This was, this was the first year out of college for many of the players, and they played just as hard for the Portsmouth people as they had played for their colleges. The relationship that existed between the team and the people of Portsmouth was not planned. It was a natural and human development, and it was fun for both sides. The Spartans traveled by bus. They would go to New York for a few weeks and play the Giants, the, the Philadelphia team, the Brooklyn team, and some other nearby teams. On the bus trips, Coach Potsy Clark, former quarterback for the University of Illinois, would order the bus driver Smitty to stop suddenly. There's a big empty field out there. Put on your shoes and let's have a practice. Potsy had the reputation of not allowing an injured player to leave the football field during a game. It will hurt as much on the bench as it does here. Stay in. We don't have many players. Yeah, Potsy. It's going to hurt here. It's going to hurt there. Keep playing. We love Potsy. Oh, my God. On the first trip to the East, the team— No blue tent. Yeah, yeah, no, no tent. So— on the first trip to the East, the team did very well. When the New York Giants came out for their pregame warm-up at the Polo Grounds, they were very impressive in their resplendent red, white, and blue jerseys. Like most of the other teams in the league, the Giants had much more money than the Spartans. We had no money for new uniforms. Our Spartan colors were purple and white, but our jerseys were so faded that they had as many shades of war as the war paint of the Shawnee Indians, ah. who roamed and ruled the Ohio Valley many, many years ago. However, faded uniforms did not matter to us. Uniforms do not make football players. The Spartans won their games in the East and other places, too. 
After that first trip back east, the Spartans returned home in their bus and were met, by, met about 10 miles outside of Portsmouth by a cavalcade of townspeople, their horns making much noise of welcome. They, imagine the sight. Yeah, yeah. After the first road trip back east, the Spartans returned home in their bus and were met by about 10 miles outside of Portsmouth by a cavalcade of townspeople, their horns making much noise of welcome. It was the tip-off to, to how the people of Portsmouth felt about their Spartans. The friendship had grown into real comradeship. The team members themselves were a closely knit group. There was a feeling of mutual admiration and respect among them, regardless of where each man came from. Team members would meet at the Cameo restaurant and have a meal together. They were true friends and played for one another, as well as for the townspeople. Team spirit and togetherness carried the Spartans to many victories. They were always at the top of the league or very near the top. This unity stayed with the team members after they moved to Detroit. The single players lived in a residential hotel, and the married players all lived in a large apartment building about four blocks from the unmarried players. Mm. It can truly be said that the champion Detroit Lions of 1935 grew out of a team spirit developed in the Portsmouth years. As in the case of many fine teams, the intangible factors played a great part in the team's success. Loyalty, unity, comradeship among each other and between the team and the people of Portsmouth bound separate talents into a championship team. Ox Emerson, he's got it dated. G.C. Ox Emerson, that, October coming, 1985. Come from a guy named Ox. Ox, yes. That's Ox some, those are some nice. Those are some nice sentiments from a, a that's cat, from Sam. cat named Ox. But you can see this. So his letter that he's writing on the on the 50th football. year. You a guy named Ox. So football, good. Yeah, and he's also like kind of. A, <laughs> he wasn't even that really big either. He yeah, called no, him Ox. I think it was uh, almost like calling a, 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 a big guy tiny or something. It's a bit like, ironic. It was. All it was right, kind of like enough. an ironic because he wasn't like the, the biggest guy in the okay, world. Okay, okay. But he was elite. He was an incredible guard. Yeah, yeah. And I wrote him into the screenplay too. He's a major character in the screenplay. So anyways, um, but so anyways, so th this is a Ox Emerson is writing his recollections on the eve of, on the celebration yeah. of the 50th anniversary. And what is he talking about? He is talking about the, he's talking Spartans. about the Spartans. Yep. He's talking about how critical it was for the for the for that team to have been to be forged in the way that it did in Portsmouth. That he said he, this last line. So the he team yes. was forged in 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 Portsmouth. Yes, and it, it, so it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't just without a, a doubt. It wasn't just that some random team got moved to Detroit and then they just you know oh we won in our second uh, year. Oh, we got some of these guys, some of that yes. guys. He said it can truly be said that the champion Detroit Lions of 1935 grew out of a team spirit developed in the Portsmouth yeah. years. Oh, yeah. So you see it right there. He says it. So this is. So I think my note at the top here to start this letter off. Why it matters to study the Spartans is a yeah. relevant point. I, I love the uh, I love the images of the bus and the coming yes. back to uh, a series of cheers and horn beeping. All I can think of is <laughs> I'm 12 years old, but the the movie Slapshot and uh, the, the the as 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 the team got better and better, yeah, or, or or more popular, not better, but necessarily, but more popular in the movie Slapshot. And, yeah, they started getting be uh, the because they were because yeah. they were they were fighting, and and so the bus driver was like had a hatchet, he had an axe, and he was like chopping up the side of the bus, and the, the one guy, yeah. goes, what are you doing? He's like, I'm making it look mean, yeah, and he's yeah, like yeah, chopping yeah. up the bus, and because as you said, envisioning the bus coming back, I'm like, yeah, oh, I could. 
we're making the bus look mean. But that as because that was the thing when the, the Slapshot guys were coming back to town. Yeah, yeah. There were just throngs of people yeah. cheering them on from their latest road victory. And it's just like B league hockey team. Yeah. Well, but the know, thing is, you know, and, we like just like we like we love our Lions of yeah, today and you know, we're excited yeah. about them. I'd shit, I'd run out there and meet their bus if they were if I knew where their which lane was coming, I'd be like, Hey uh, Lions. You gotta, you now know? you got the players you know? entrance and they I come in it. with their fur coats yeah. and their earbuds. It's, it's, in it's just a different style. Now now I watch YouTube like videos crap, all day. Yeah. Every time I hear the slightest rumor of a Lions thing, I watch YouTube videos every all day long on it. But but it's so it's so, so that's how I demonstrate yeah. my fan excitement. But but what I'm but the main point to once again hammer home, it's really yes. it's to say why do you guys keep talking about Portsmouth? Why did you go down there? Why were we maybe going back down there again this year? Oh, yeah, we're going to Because this is a central component in the story. This is not – and if, if you take one thing from these, like, sort of three episodes we've done in a row – on the Portsmouth, on Portsmouth, we're not, you know, this, it's, you, you cannot understand, we cannot understand how the Lions won in 1935 without understanding, oh, yeah, so no. it's an extension, without it's a, a, it's a it's, it, you cannot, it's a, it's a, it is not a, just sort of like a passing detail that no. they just happened to come from Portsmouth and moved here, <sighs> this is what this, that, that the, the story of the Lions is rooted in Portsmouth, and thus yes. Portsmouth, we will continue to focus. And, and Portsmouth, we're coming for you. <laughs> What's that? I said Portsmouth. Yeah, we're they we're yeah we're heading down there. You we're, know, we're coming for you. We're yeah. coming. We're coming. So back, that's why baby. we continue to cover Portsmouth, and that's why we're going to yeah. continue to cover Portsmouth. Wow, that so, and they that and they invited us. <laughs> well, that too, of course. We love them down there. We love Portsmouth because yeah. So yeah, we love Portsmouth. We love going down there. That's why we keep talking about it. So, anyways, so I've got so this so that was the second thing I wanted to cover for the show, and this is the, now this is the third. Yes. So this again, Jim Kennedy collection. That's where this comes from, and so um, this is a great. So this is a poem that he sent. So this was written. So poems. This, I got poems. So yeah. So this. Hickory, I don't know if you got a, dickory duck. Oh no, no sorry. I'm that's just breaking as, into dice man. Yeah. Here. This is that's I don't different. Know that, that poem is not as good as this. Totally one. different. Yeah. All right. So in 1990. So the 1996 <laughs> NFL season. The All 1996 right. NFL season, which the Super Bowl of the 1996 season. You know, the Super Bowl carries into like the new year, so it was it was physically ninety seven that the Packers won. Brett Favre, they yeah. win the the nineteen ninety six NFL Favre. season, culminated with a Super Bowl in like January of whatever nineteen ninety seven. So um, that's why this poem is called nineteen ninety seven Super Bowl reflections. So they again, so they it's the 90, 1996 season. So it was come. This is written on the on the heels of that 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 championship that the, the the Packers had won. All right, and it's by Leo Blackburn. And the, this is the thing about it. I've been looking up Leo Blackburn all day, and it's like I know I know this name. Yeah, yeah. I know I know this name. Why? Because it's I know I've re- read some articles by him. Okay. I know I've read some articles by him. If anybody can, if anybody knows more about him, I welcome the information. We'll mention him on the next show. I tried my darnest to find. I was looking through my own books. I was looking through all the place, looking from. I, I I know he's a newspaper reporter, and I and I he, and I believe he's a newspaper reporter for Portsmouth because especially with the poem that we're about to read. But this is coming from uh, uh, Joe Joe Kennedy there from Jim Kennedy from yeah. I'm sorry, Jim. From Portsmouth. Yes, he uh, sent this providing. to me. Yeah, so this is a poem. <laughs> Joe, Joe is you're good. Yeah, Jim is so, good. Joe's so, bad. so, uh, so this is a poem written by Leo Blackburn. And I, like again, I want to. My thought was that he was a Detroit writer, and I mm-hmm, want to mm-hmm. say that for some reason he came to Detroit to write after covering the Spartans or something. I don't know, but the name is incredibly familiar, and right. and, and I welcome any information on him because I, it's sort of killing me. Like I, I need to know. <laughs> so. 
Anybody that has any more information on which newspapers he wrote for is much welcome. All right. So, but I'm gonna. So let's just assume that he is a Portsmouth writer, uh, newspaper because he was because he talks about this. This is the story. It's a poem about that 1932 um, Iron Man game, and um, the, but the title of the poem is is uh, 1997 Super Bowl Reflections okay. by Leo Blackburn. Okay, so here's the poem. So here's to the Packers of Old Green Bay. Another Super Bowl they've won. Hooray! Numbers one and two and 31, all three with Class Three jobs. Well done. But here in Portsmouth, Ohio, old timers think of long ago when our great Spartans took the field and two of the best teams would not yield. Our greatest joy in those old days were those great Spartans winning days. They were they were they were heroes. They were heroes of the town. They brought this area great renown. Their greatest rival was Green Bay, and some of us to this late day remember well that fateful game when to River City the Packers came. December 4 and 32, a date that signals daring do. Then Portsmouth had a bone to pick for old Green Bay we had to lick. That game, the likes will never be seen. Our valiant Spartans smashed the green with just 11 warriors strong. Revenge was sweet, right, one or wrong. Our Spartans struggled hard that day, and 19 points finally came our way. While Old Green Bay a goose egg laid, yes, twas the greatest game ever played. Had Portsmouth kept the Spartans here, for us perhaps the world would cheer, as now it does for Old Green Bay. Alas, those years we can't replay. And like the rose of yesteryear, for Portsmouth one must shed a tear. Our Spartans to the lion's den, oh, those sad words it might have been. Fantastic! Yeah, you got the little, you got the little. Snap it up, snap it up. Yeah, I thought it's, I thought it was an amazing poem. So, anyways, I thought, I mean, it's a, it's a commemorate, it's a phenomenal book, and I wish we would have read this. Maybe we'll, we'll hold on to this when we go back to Portsmouth. You know, maybe it's the 101st anniversary of the Iron Man game. A, a, a what trumpet, I didn't do a good enough like job. I didn't do enough good enough job with my own cadence. I thought I did a decent job. No, you did great. You did great. We need a, we need a, we need a saxophone or a, a trumpet player with a. You needed more than my own cadence. I wasn't good enough to just hit it with it without the beats. No, no, it was brilliant. Okay, thank you. That's what I was. I was fishing for that compliment. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, oh, so Jim, Jim actually just texted me. He's watching the show. He says a businessman here in Portsmouth. Okay, thanks, Jim. Appreciate so it was you, a, a Portsmouth. So he's a Portsmouth businessman, but the mm-hmm, name—I mm-hmm, want to say mm-hmm, I've heard mm-hmm. the name as a newspaper. Maybe it was another Blackburn that heard the newspaper. So he said he's a Portsmouth businessman. Okay, great. Thank you. That's instant. Probably, that's, that's probably. That's like the write Yeah, got bylined in the paper a couple times for stuff. I'm like sure. That. Yeah. So, anyways, it's a phenomenal thing, and I and what I'm what I'm thinking is that this poem, like we go to back to Portsmouth or whatever. You know, if ne- this year or whatever, if we get back down there, yeah. especially it'll be like the ninety, yeah. the ninety first anniversary, or the, what is it? The it's the ninety first anniversary. Ninety one. Ninety first anniversary of the Iron Man game yep, is a yep. pretty good reason that's to a, go that's down. A, that's a that's a, it's 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 landmark. <laughs> that's a good reason. Ninety first anniversary. Ninety one. Yeah, like the, how often does the ninety first anniversary come around? Uh, like the only, 90 only as off as as the ninety second. <laughs> yeah, the ninety second <laughs> is rare too. We will be there for that. <laughs> yeah, as well. yeah, the ninety second is important too. <laughs> so, anyways, I think that, that this. Weird. I think that this poem should be something that like we need to bring back. And Jim, if you're listening, 
Uh, anybody uh, in Portsmouth that's listening, I need a jazz trio behind me. I want to read. No, that. we don't need any of that. I do. It's, oh, well, if I you're going to read it, then we can have I'll you a jazz it. thing. I'll okay. read it with a jazz. You can trio. have. The, well, this is how I can see Jamie setting it up. Black so, turtleneck. You'll have your own little little you know uh, little speaker system. You're gonna you're it gonna was. like come up with the with the little, sheet little speaker system with the with the with the with the uh, turtleneck Marshall stack is what I'm. Yeah, and then you're gonna hit uh, the button. It's gonna be like. <laughs> and then Jamie's gonna Casio. get. Then he's gonna get. Oh, that would be even better. That would be even better. Yes. So anyways, but I think that this poem is fantastic. It is. is. I think it's fantastic, and I think that it should be read on every single sort of Portsmouth, especially on the 90th. And we should like, I wish we would have read this on our show that we did in Portsmouth right, right. for the night for the yeah, 90th. Yeah. But anyways, I, we're going to save this because this is the, not, this is not, not the last time our, our listeners will hear that poem. It's an no. amazing poem. But it's, he, it's, but, I, I, it's yes. know, so, uh, we, we review these things that happen. We go, yes. Champions day, April 18th, right? Yes. We try, we try to do something special mm-hmm. and, and signify that and celebrate it every year. Yes. I think the things that happen in Portsmouth, I think we should have a day every year that we, we do a broadcast. Yeah, that's, I love uh, it. That's do, what I'm a, saying. do a podcast that's uh, even even if we're off and talking about weightlifting or gymnastics or checkers or one of the other 33 championships that we have to talk about for the City of Champions story. I, I I do think we need to revisit yeah. this every at, at least once a year. Right? Yeah. yeah, but but on those days when we go down to Portsmouth, like this poem needs to be read on our show when we oh, go yeah, down yeah. there. This That's is like I'm a saying. mandatory. So we're holding on to this. Yes. But you want to hear what's even better? Like the, the better than like as good as great as this poem is. You want to know what's even better than what's this better poem? Than that? What's better than that? Is that we have an Ox Emerson letter? Oh my God. Leo Blackburn sent a copy of this poem to Ox Emerson, and he replied. Talking about how much he loved the poem. Oh my God! So we've got a letter from Ox Emerson, Ox talking to Leo. dated February twenty third, nineteen ninety seven, re- responding to Leo Back Blackburn and telling him what his thoughts on the poem are. So as great as our commentary is, which I think is pretty good. Oh yeah, we got Ox Emerson sitting here in the room with us right now, man. Oh, uh, see, and that's the thing about you go back to how Ox and his 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 musings earlier that we read from us yes. it was a community and how they were entrenched in the community and they were marrying girls from the place and yeah and and they were and they were accepted into it and they weren't just you know in the nfl today yeah I mean, you're they're like they're, mercenaries they come and merc- go they come and go exactly they, they, they develop small attachments here and there it, but... it's like golden tate yeah right? he was a lion yeah uh, for a while i did a, i did a bunch of work with him while he was here he was yeah like super cool guy uh, Elise's wife, awesome lady. Yeah, right. He got traded. They're gone. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's over. It's over. It's over and it's done with. Yeah, right. And uh, it, it it you know it's uh, but, but they have this, these connections. These ties. Yeah. yeah, and so this is so Ox is actually in Texas. He's responding from an address in I love Texas. It. But Leo Blackburn in Portsmouth is sending him this poem, and Ox is writing him back. So we actually have all right. What the, is, so this is we got Ox here right now. Re, you know, replying, and we're going to get his Does he go, like, thoughts. what a pile of horse crap. Yeah, that's exactly what Leo, he says. Very similar to that. Pull yes. your head out of your backside. <laughs> yeah. You can do better. <laughs> Leo, you can do better. <laughs> no, what's he? What's, what's, you, you can try again <laughs> next time. You'll, you'll, get a, you'll get a better poem next time. See see my notes. Yeah, see, see, see my notes. See my see, notes. Yeah, I, see, I provided notes. See my criticism. Please heed those. Yes, it was good for the offing, but it wasn't the, but the delivery <laughs> no, was not what's so it, fantastic. No, what did Ox say? What did he so, say? No, Ox I'm is, sure he was probably glowing. Oh, he's glowing. Heck yeah, he's glowing. So February 23rd, 1997. Dear Leo, Dr. Chabody sent me your poem about the game the Portsmouth Spartans played against the Green Bay in 1932 in Portsmouth. 
I well remember the week of preparation before the game. During that week of practice, the tension and determination were so obvious, the players had nothing to say. They were so intent upon the seriousness of the job ahead. In all of my football experience, college and professional, I have never seen such determination among my teammates. Your poem truly reflects the feelings of energy on that team. Uh, of all the of all the many games I've played in, the intensity of this game was the greatest. You captured that feeling uh, superbly. We have sent copies of this wonderful poem to our three children so that they will they, they will understand the true Spartan spirit. Thanks for this remarkable tribute to the Portsmouth Spartans of 1932. Sincerely yours, Ox Emerson, out of Texas. So, yeah, so we had Ox loved it. Ox loved it. Uh, <laughs> I got that the, the clip there from uh, the Blackhawks. Yeah, that was inside Rake that scene. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah it's, it's, that, that it's picture, just, I just wanted to mention, too, where I got that picture. Yeah. There's a great Chicago history website. Yeah. Uh, the other couple pictures I actually have in my book, those are well seen. But this picture here is a rare one. I have not, oh. I have not seen that. Right. And whenever I see something, and also that newspaper headline that we used in the beginning, that yeah. also came from that same site. Because this guy, there's this great site called uh, Chicagoology.com. Oh, okay. And it is a, it, anybody that's looking for like literally, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you, you don't even have to be really be just interested in Chicago history. It's, I mean, it is all about Chicago history, Yeah. but it's got some great stuff. It's a really well laid out, uh, website, mm-hmm. um, very clearly, you know, it's got every sort of subject, like when the great Chicago fire, it's got all kinds of stuff on there about that. Um, this, and this, there's actually like a, a separate section for, um, for the actual that first NFL championship game, and yeah. that's you know you know he has some great pictures, and that picture, you know the headline of course, like I say we I got from there, and also that um, that the two teams lined up across from each other, uh, that right there I have not seen before, so I'm not right. sure where he got that, but it is a it is an incredible picture. You got both teams lined up. Um, I, that's one picture that I in the, had, in I had the never mud, seen. It, oh, totally in the mud and the horse poo. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like, like there was uh, a circus there prior, so the elephant like the, poo. Yeah. So they just laid straw down, some dirt, and a bunch of yeah. They All right, there you go, fellas. Know, held together by elephant dung. So it's we'll get like, your tetanus shots tomorrow. <laughs> I don't go know play they, some football. Did they even have that back then? I don't know, <laughs> but they probably were. Yeah, but they're, they're oh like, my god, just somebody could have died from Holy. just playing on there. Yeah. But that, but it was, a, but that's a great picture. So Chicagoology.com, if you have a chance to go, mm-hmm, just check it out. Mm-hmm. Like say it, um, it's a, it was a, they, it's a great site, and that uh, got those pictures from it. But I only had one of those images that you sent me up. What were the other ones? Did I not put them up to the appropriate? I thought you did. Which ones did you have? Which ones did you put up? But uh, oh, that right there. Yeah, I wanted to show this too. Jim Kennedy took this picture. Yeah, yeah. And this right here, um, this is like I just absolutely love this picture. He sent me this picture. This is Glenn Presnell. Um, I oh. believe it's from 2003 when they did this. Uh, they had the, um, they had a they. they uh, but they Glenn were, came back for. Uh, yeah, there was Glenn came back for a couple. You just kind of sitting in the stands soaking it. Well, in. Glenn was like out. He was like living out there. Glenn, everybody. It's like Will Malt knew Glenn Presnell. Like these, oh, they, oh, like right he was a man of the community still out there. But they, um, they had a, a, a Portsmouth Spartan. Um, they so they they had a. a, a Ohio Historical Marker Dedication Ceremony, October fifth, two thousand three, and so Glenn was one of the main speakers for that. And there was also an Ironton Tanks, and I didn't really put the a slide of this together, but there was a, um, but there was also a Ohio Historical Marker Dedication on July twenty first, two thousand two, for the, uh, for the Ironton Tanks, and he was there for that too. He was okay. like the speaker for that. So there was a couple of years in a row where Glenn was like doing so, was doing right. like you know sort of. I didn't events. put that up. What was that? Chicago in? Uh... Yeah, oh, that's those, that those picture. Are, that's the picture. I put I, the, I was zoomed in more. I put on that the other game. One. That game program is all burned on the edges because that's like legendary. They that's uh, great. 
um, that game program that's like burned on the edges. Yeah, they found uh, like there's hardly there's very few of those 1932 game programs, but the but the a bunch of them that they do have are burned on the edges because there was a fire in the office of the Chicago ah. Bears. It, there's actually a really it's really interesting. Tom Urich brought this to my attention that. There was a there was a, a Pawn Star Pawn Stars episode yeah. where somebody comes in with that 1932 game program that's burned on the corner, oh. and one of the guys knew exactly what it was. Right, right, and right. And he was like, and so if you, it's oh. on YouTube, if you ever want to see it, it's on YouTube. And I know what that is. Yeah, and so it's the guy brought it in, and then like the you know the one of the main guys was like. It's a burned game program. Wow. And the other guy was like, "No, it's a burned game yeah, program." Yeah, it is. No, it's, no, seriously, yeah. but it's a, yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, ah, it's a burned. No, he's like, no, no, it's a, it yeah, is. Yeah, that's yeah. the he goes. That's the telltale sign right, of its right. validity. And then this one, this, this right one. here, Jim sent me this as well. This is a, a share of stock from Portsmouth Spartans. Oh, okay. Homer Selby's name is on it. It's a share. It looks like how it involved to, they are in the community. They yeah. put out stock. They all. Oh, they all. And the yeah. community bought into yep. it. Totally. So this is a share of stock. That's what their that's the Portsmouth uh, stock looked like. Yeah. All right. Right. On. Yep. So so uh, there's some great stuff sent to us by them. But uh, like, and just like one last little thing about like the Ironton. You know, that's another thing that gets mentioned. Like when you're talking about these Portsmouth Spartans, you know, you're talking about this early. This, you know, we're like, oh, we're going to dive into, the, you know, to understand the lines. You got to understand this Portsmouth yeah. Spartans. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing about it is, it's like one of the other factors to dive to understand about the Portsmouth Spartans is that is this Ironton. Uh, the heritage of football in Iron, the nearby Ironton, Ohio, because at the, because like the, one of the main things that the the part that Portsmouth had to overcome was that this Ironton, this nearby town of Ironton, had a dynasty. Oh yeah, they yeah. were one of the most successful teams in the history of pro football and a cool logo and they had yeah the Iron- ironton was awesome i love the logo yeah ironton 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 was an incredible yeah. football factory the kids all they they played they developed their players in high school yep. and then the players jumped right to their pro team after and they were beating every all the big teams throughout yeah. the entire country, you know, throughout all, you know, like they're yeah, you just so you get these expansion teams. Yeah. You wish somebody would bring that back. But the you thing know? about it's it, like, but the but the thing to understand about Ironton was is that they were the they were the bar that the that the Portsmouth had to overcome. Right. And once they and that's what's that's what's so interesting about the sort of pre Portsmouth, you know, the NFL, Portsmouth NFL, is that the Ironton set the bar. That, but Portsmouth was the far larger city, mm-hmm, and so they're mm-hmm. like, we're getting beat by a, a city that we are looking at as like smaller than us. Right, right. We've got to, we've got to put these guys down. Like that was their. So they were constantly. I mean, for like you know five, seven, eight years, like they couldn't even beat them, not even once. Like they, yeah. they like a successful thing was like one tie. And so that they were that they were, they were the creme de la creme that Portsmouth had to overcome, and they were only like you know not far away. They're like thirty miles away or something. And so they're like we got we got. So they they were like once they finally got to the point where they beat them twice in a year, and the second game was like a, a you know they pounded on them. That's when they're like now we're ready to take on the world. And one and it was literally right then that once they overcame that Ironton obstacle, that they're like if we could overcome Ironton. We're ready to challenge the world, and it was yep. like the very next year after they beat Ironton twice in the same year. Yeah, they were like, "Now we're ready for the NFL." Game like, on, and that's and that's. But in most stories, that's where the story of the Ports and Spartans begins is when they just joined the NFL. But there was years prior right. where they were trying to overcome this Ironton like nemesis who yeah. was just humiliating them every yeah. single year, and that's what I'm saying. It's like that. That's why that that is an important you know component to the story as well was 
that it was it was only after finally beating Ironton yeah. that they were finally like ah. now we're looking for new galaxies to conquer you know like yeah. if we can beat Ironton we can beat anybody let's go to the NFL you know yep. like and that's when the, really the efforts started to heat up so that's what I'm saying so I I, I didn't load up a picture for it but right. um Glenn was at this at this ceremony for Ironton and they are um. It's you know like I say the whole that that whole era of football. So, but Glenn Presnell played for the Ironton Tanks. Okay, he played for them. He was yeah, like yeah. he was like one of their big star signings, like sort of towards the end of their their big um their 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 glory years. Mm-hmm. We like he got signed. They were like we got you know we got Glenn Presnell. He's about to change the game for us. Like he was like their superstar. And then and then the Ironton started to fade a little bit, and Portsmouth started to pay a little more money, and so he jumped to Portsmouth. You know, for the NFL, and once he in, they were like, and so the Portsmouth's like, now we got the Ironton's like top star. Yeah. Now we can't be beat. You know, so that's you know, so that's like, and so Glenn was at both the Ironton Tanks commemorative thing, and he was at that. But I just love that picture because if you ever have a chance to go down to Portsmouth, which you know we did, with like this that bleacher setup. Um, with that with that concrete slab right in front of them, yeah. that is that stadium. That's yeah. like it's like this vintage sort of concrete. This is like 1930s NFL bleachers. I mean, look yep. at it. Look at that in the background. And it's just a it's just a great shot. Jim captured a great shot at Glenn Presnell. Um, you know, in in Portsmouth Stadium, it's a it's a tremendous shot. And uh, um, I'd like to get my picture taken up there again. I, I got a couple oh, yeah. pictures out in the stadium, but you know, you you were kind of laid up that day. You yeah, were yeah. Like a, a sudden yeah. illness, but. You know, maybe we'll get our picture taken down there, Jamie. We'll put that up for our for our show in the uh, distant future. I, I just want to thank everybody, uh, Chris, for always hanging out with us, and then uh, Jim for all the yeah. amazing information uh, that we shared today, uh, and and all our uh, amazing hosts down in uh, in Portsmouth. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And then uh, thank you for for listening. Um, just uh, you know, follow or or, or collect or, or whatever it is. Uh, like, subscribe. Leave Every like and subscribe is absolutely massive yeah. for us. Like so we, we appreciate we, that. Yeah, Do that. Yeah, we have a niche subject. This is an incredibly niche subject, and every little thumbs up or like or subscribe, yep. Yep. every single one of those things, like tell a tell a friend, a huge and then uh, tell a friend us. someplace. Uh, there's an interesting story. Lots more coming. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do more on this, but there's like you know there's there we've there's, got a ton of there's stuff track and field. Yeah. There's horse racing. There's yep. checkers. There's sharpshooting. There's uh, yep. uh, uh, try you know just weightlifting yep. track and field historical museum invited us uh, out for uh, champions uh, day uh, this year uh, we'll see uh, we might uh, do some uh, competitive museum. crochet yeah. yeah um okay that's not a thing but lots of no lots more to come if there and, if that uh, was a thing they would have won that championship too <laughs> i was like i was searching i was like i wonder if charles missed anything yeah. i was like i was looking at like um like the grammys the grammys didn't exist yet yeah uh but the the oscars and i went like through all the oscars and uh, nobody that won had any Detroit. From Detroit? No. But, there, but there's a Mi- Michigan or there Detroit is a great does. article. I think I have it in my book. I, I, I was I'm trying to sh- find. I was trying to find something you miss. I was no, like, well, there's. there's but a, you're a researcher. Well, the, you don't miss but there's crap. A, well, I do. I mean, there's little but things that, that emerge. Yeah. I was looking. Yeah. I was looking for yeah. like. Yeah. I was looking for a different type yeah. of thing. So I go, hey, you know, the Oscars in '35. Well, you know, and it's like, but, but there was a, nobody. But there there's a nobody. great article that I I'm pretty sure I have in my books. Um, but the, it's it's an amazing article because, uh, they were talking about when they were listing off all the championships, inviting all these champions to this to the to the banquet where yeah. there was like the greatest gathering like, champions. Maybe, yeah. Surely Temple had to do but, something. But what happened? Nothing. What happened was is that all of these different random people were sending in uh, to the letters of the editor saying. 
can I get a ta- a slot at the champions table because I am the the, the world champion like uh, carrier pigeon person or whatever. Uh, like they had every uh, all uh, these randoms. Like I'd I'm the lo- world champion. I want to like, hang out with some of those people. Yeah, I'm the world champion like Jack's player and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. everybody was writing in and he was uh, like listing off all these crazy championships uh, that they were like people were writing in. So I, we'll, maybe we'll read that article on. Maybe we'll do that on Champions Day. We'll read oh, that no, article. No, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'll write a no. I don't know if you know if he's. I'll, but, I well, want yeah. that. I want yeah. that one. Yeah, he was re- he's listing off all he goes. I want to find we, those we, ridiculous. We get, yeah, he's like we've been getting submissions from all 40, these random. Oh, we're the uh, yeah. champion forty people in a room at once. Yeah, he, champion. You know, that, something stupid. That's what was yeah. funny. Like, cause he goes, we he goes, we have been inundated with people tell uh, claiming all kinds of crazy championships. We had to cut it off at like thirty three. Oh, that's know? right. Like, all right, we're gonna do it again very very soon. It's uh, Detroit City of Champions, the podcast. Uh, check the the notes for all the interesting stuff and uh, like again, and subscribe. Give us a little like. Give us a little comment. Do something. We like I say, we really appreciate every single one. Yep. Uh, we'll be back again very very soon.